Greetings, ghosts and earthlings. You're listening to Trinity Radio, the podcast where we explore music with a shiny dark edge, goth, electronica, and all things in between. I'm your host, DJ Cheshireen, and in today's first ever episode, we're going to explore all things first. First albums, opening tracks of albums, and the genesis of the artists who make modern goth and electronica culture what they are. So if you have a fancy for the darker side of music, counterculture, obscurities, this podcast is for you. For today's episode, we have quite a variety. We're going to play some old school new wave, modern post-punk, a little disco, some 90s trance, and we're going to explore some of the history of electronic music. So without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to Trinity Radio. For our first featured track, we're traveling back in time, back in time to 1986. So get inside of my DeLorean, put on your seatbelt, and come with me to Essex, England. In the 1980s, Essex had quite an influence on the new wave and synth pop music space. This is where bands like Yazoo and Erasure were making their first impressions. But among the most notable artists was unquestionably a group who would eventually become one of the pioneers in the new wave and electronic music space. Just one year prior, their hit People Are People gained attention in the United States. This is Depeche Mode with the title and opening track to their fifth studio album, Black Celebration, on Trinity Radio.
Black Celebration is really an anthem in pretty much any goth club or 80s event. Really good to dance to or cry to or both at the same time. (laughs) Now we're going to travel back to the U.S. from across the pond. This next duo is from New York City, USA. However, their debut album, Services, was actually first released in Germany. Germany seems to get all the good stuff, in my opinion. This band's music is described as a sleek strain of low-lit poetic synth pop. They have quickly become a staple in the modern post-punk scenes in both the U.S. and in Europe, and they are a personal favorite to feature in my own DJ sets. This is Tempers with their debut track, Strange Harvest, on Trinity Radio. Thank you. 
you just heard the song Strange Harvest by Tempers. That song was released in, I believe, 2015 and was their first ever album, first release off that album. If you like what you just heard, you should hear Tempers now. They're currently signed to Deus Records, which is an indie record label company based in Los Angeles. Deus Records specializes in underground pop, avant-garde, and very similar electronic sounds to what you just heard. If you enjoyed that, you would most likely enjoy their other signed artists, Them or Us 2, Zeno and Oaklander, Drab Majesty, Choir Boy, Adult. For the latest news on events and releases, follow Deus Records on Instagram. That is Instagram at D-A-I-S Records. You'll also get the latest and greatest in memes and merch drops. You're listening to Trinity Radio. On the topic of electronica music, this whole musical project would be completely amiss if I didn't mention one very important artist. This artist has been coined as the flag bearer of trance music. Travel with me to the mid-90s. Before, it was really called trance. It was just at the time called dance music, club music, whatever you want to call it. This artist is one of the most influential figures in the electronic music space in the entire world and is a personal inspiration to myself musically. I have been listening to this artist since my age was in the single digits, and he really inspired my love for electronic music and just the concept of a nonstop dance mix altogether. This legendary artist is Dutch producer and DJ Armin van Buren. He is the host of A State of Trance, a weekly trance radio show that has been running for over a thousand episodes He is hosted and played at countless music festivals all around the world, but I want to take it to the beginning. We're taking it back to 1996. This track I'm about to play is Armin's first ticket to success, and it's called Blue Fear.
You just heard the song Blue Fear by Armin Van Buren. At the moment of its release, Armin Van Buren was only 19 years old. 19 years old, still living with his parents in the Netherlands. The story behind this track is pretty mind-blowing. I told you all about A State of Trance, which is Armin Van Buren's weekly radio show. The story behind this track didn't come out until years later, till one of his guests on A State of Trance asked him, well, what's the story behind this? I think I was 19 years old, still living with my parents in my parents' bedroom. And I just saved enough money to buy one of those samplers, which was incredibly expensive at the time. It was a second-hand one. And uh, I created this track, Blue Fear. It's one of the very first tracks that got me started into dance music. Before, it w- I remember this came out. It wasn't even labeled trance. It was labeled club. I always wanted to know where did you get the title Blue Fear from? Because it, I always thought it was about Smurfs. Well, you want to know the true story? Yeah. I was bullied. Okay. By a couple of guys, and I was afraid to go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was afraid of the blue, afraid of the dark, of, of, of the light, of the blue skies. Okay. And uh, I got over that, thank God. But uh, yeah, um, that that's the true story. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. If that's a true story, that is a true underdog story. Talk about taking a negative situation and making something really positive out of it. For this episode, I really wanted to wow some of you guys. I was really thinking, like, what would be interesting to hear? What are some obscure facts or Jeopardy questions about music I could answer? And this was a few weeks ago when the Grammy Awards were on TV. And I thought to myself, I wonder who's the first person or artist to win in the category for electronic music or EDM or something like that. You've kind of gathered so far that electronic music is mostly about digital instrumentation, like circuitry-based music, programming sounds. So it might come to a surprise to you that the first ever Grammy Award for the best dance in electronic recording was Donna Summer. Donna Summer is regarded as the queen of disco. She gained her prominence in the 70s during the disco era. So it was much to my surprise that in 1998, when the Grammys first introduced a category for best dance in electronic recording, the award would first be presented to Donna Summer for her song, Carry On. Here's a short clip of the song that won the Grammy. heard a clip of the song Carry On by Donna Summer and Giorgio Mortar. Now, I'm so curious what a lot of you are thinking. Like To me, it sounded like a disco song, maybe something roller skate to. In my opinion, my very semi-informed opinion, the reason why I think that song was able to gain some legitimacy as an electronic music track was because it was produced by a man named Giorgio Mortar. Giorgio Mortar was coined as the father of disco and is also regarded as a pioneer of the Italo disco genre. 
This was an era between disco and electronic music, basically this phase in which synthesizers were being implemented in disco music. Bringing it back full circle to the Grammy nominations, in 1998, when the Grammys first introduced the category for Best Electronic Recording, another nominee was the French electronic music duo Daft Punk. Fast forward 15 years to 2013, Daft Punk would release their fourth studio album, Random Access Memories, in which they would collaborate with Georgia Mortar for one of their songs, Giorgio by Mortar. This track features a monologue by Georgia Mortar talking about his rise as a musician and as a composer. Daft Punk implemented some very house-like bouncing bass with disco melodies and would take us through a journey of the evolution from disco into electro music. Here's Daft Punk's song, Giorgio by Mortar on Trinity Radio. When I was 15, 16, when I really started to play guitar, I definitely wanted to become a musician. It was almost impossible because it was the dream was so big that I didn't see any chance because I was living in a little town, was studying, and when I finally broke away from school and became a musician, I thought, well, now I may have a little bit of a chance because all I really wanted to do is music and not only play music, but compose music. At that time in Germany, in 69, 70, they had already discotheques. So I would take my car, would go to a discotheque, sing maybe 30 minutes. I think I had about seven, eight songs. I would partially sleep in the car because I didn't want to drive home. And that helped me for about uh, almost two years to survive in the beginning. I wanted to do an album with the sounds of the 50s, the sounds of the 60s, of the 70s, and then have a sound of the future. And I said, wait a second, I know the synthesizer. Why don't I use the synthesizer, which is the sound of the future? And I didn't have any idea what to do, but I knew I needed a click. So we put the click on the 24 track, which then was synced to the Moog modular. I knew that could be a sound of the future, but I didn't realize how much the impact would be. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio.
You just heard Daft Punk's track Giorgio by Mortar. I kind of feel like I'm in the Jetsons when listening to Daft Punk. Like they have this way of curating both a kind of nostalgic and futuristic experience at the same time. And you can hear some of that Mortar influence. It's very melodic but mechanical at the same time. Mortar's compositions also have a noticeable influence on electronic body music or EBM for short. If you produce music, you might also be familiar with the method Martyr Baseline. This technique started with Georgia Martyr and Donna Summer in the song I Feel Love. The characteristic of this baseline almost sounds like a very hypnotic 16th note pulse. If you're familiar with Contravoid and pretty much any Contravoid song ever, he's often using this Martyr Baseline technique. Here is a basic example of a Martyr Baseline. Nice. Now we are talking. Now we are getting into a Marauder Baseline. And that's the basis of the sound design of the Marauder Baseline. You can now do variations on this. You can start if to learn different... If you were to different... pair that baseline with some drum beats, some distorted vocals, some hammering and industrial noises, you would have pretty much a modern electronic body music song or a post-industrial music song. It may seem like a stretch to connect this next track to disco... However, electronic body music does often implement that Euro disco sequencer-based type of sound. It is a staple fixture in any EBM playlist. This is DAF's track Der Mussolini, remixed by Georgia Murder and Denis Nedinov on Trinity Radio. Thank you. 
was a remix of DAF's Der Mussolini by Georgia Martyr. And there you have it. We just connected disco to Eurodisco to electronic body music in three degrees of separation. That is the spirit of Trinity Radio, the understanding that all music, all art can influence one another and that the sum of it all is greater than any of its individual parts. Trinity Radio. All right, ghosts and aliens. For this last featured song, I wanted to bring a sound that was really unique, something that would capture all sides of Trinity Radio. So far, you've heard classic synth pop, modern post-punk, old school trance. Now, this next group is called Cody Pop. Cody Pop is a post-punk trip-hop grunge duo based in New York City. They merge elements of classic goth melodies with modern techno and electronic music. This duo is not only a marriage of my favorite music genres, but they're an actual married couple, Courtney and Robert Watkins. Their debut album, Deathbed, was released in 2022. This next track is the opener from that album. Here is Cody Pop, City Song on Trinity Radio.
such an upbeat jam. I feel like all the despair, but want to dance so much at the same time. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire first episode of Trinity Radio. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope that you enjoyed yourselves, that you heard something new or learned something new. If you did enjoy this episode, please connect with me on Instagram at trinity.xm. I'll announce future podcast release dates, DJ sets on SoundCloud, and more information. Once again, I am DJ Tesherine, and thank you for tuning in to Trinity Radio.